Well, good evening, good morning to some of you. Um, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Hello, this is your host, Minister Carol Copeland of Everyday Life Matters Podcast. I am so happy that we are back. We are back for another month to chat it up. This time we have a girlfriend's chat that we're going to do with none other than Shannon Rice Maruli. And some of you, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, um, you have seen her bio. And let me tell you, we have the Courage Coach in the house today. So we're very happy and elated that you all have decided to join us. Take a moment and go ahead and share the broadcast with some of your friends. Let them know that we are online. Everyday Life Matters podcast is online um, right now before we get started. I am so happy that we're back again. A lot of things has been happening for Everyday Life Matters podcast and Carol Copeland Ministries. I told you last month that I have some important and some exciting news to share. I will be sharing that in the near future. I, and I want all of you to stay tuned. I am almost complete with the editing of my new book. I'm getting more excited every day. I cannot wait for you to read everything I'm going to tell you. <laughs> A lot of you have been saying, well, we just want to hear from you. Like, I love your guests and everything. They're great. But when are you going to just share solo? Guess what? It's coming up. I have saved that time uh, with you so that all of us can have the book. We'll do a book reading. We'll do a group um, discussion about the book once it is published and everything and you have it in your hands or online. It'll be available online as well. I will be sharing with you and breaking down things from the book so that you understand and you know the perspective of everything that was written. So yes, I'm going there. I'm going to share a lot of the experiences and wisdom that God has taught me. You know, someone says, you know, people say all the time, wisdom or experience is the best teacher. I don't believe that. It is not the best teacher. God is. So I'm going to be coming to you from that perspective, the things that God has shared with me. All right. Well, I don't want to delay the time any longer. I'm excited about our guest. We're going to bring her on now so she can say hi to you all. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Everyone, I'm so excited about joining tonight's conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. All the way from Texas. How is the weather there? Oh, well, you know, August is usually the hottest month of the year for us. Um, but of course, I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. So I'm, I'm used to the heat, but Texas heat, it's a different <laughs> kind of heat. It's a little dry. Yes. But, um, it wasn't so harsh this year. So, you know, okay. right now we're, we're it's, it's really good around eight, late. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the 90s and high 90s of where we are right now, but it's, well, it's really good. Well, it's good. It's really good. Once I got a chance to go to Texas this year and the weather is different. It is yeah. different. It's not as humid, you know, yeah. so I appreciated it. I enjoyed it. So we're so glad you're here. The Everyday Life Matters podcast team is glad you're here. Our listeners um, in the Apple world and um, 
all over the world. Uh, we have visitors from Brazil and everywhere that are listening in, and we're glad that you're here. So tell the Everyday Life Matters podcast audience a little bit about yourself. Some of them read your bio if they're on Instagram and Facebook. Those that have not, they may not know about you. So go ahead and share. Well, they can definitely read that bio. Those are the highlights. <laughs> but you know, I want to start off just being a little real. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite quotes is by Nelson Mandela. And um, mm -hmm. that quote is, there is no passion, passion to be found in playing small or right. settling for a life that is less than the life that you are capable of living. Mm -hmm. And although I've been married for you know, for 13 years, we've been together for 15 years. I was a single woman for a, lot, for a while. And there were many, many times that I settled, many, many times that I settled for, you know, relationships that I did not deserve. You know, um, I settled by accepting, you know, certain people in my life that, that, that put me in a position to play small. Right. All right. And so I'm, I'm excited about that com the conversation tonight because <laughs> I've not talked about this publicly mm -hmm. before. And I truly believe that, you know, by me cultivating the courage to uh, release myself and detach myself from those uh, people in those environments, um, mm -hmm. it literally has, you know, put my life in a position for greatness. And so I'm just excited about the conversation tonight. Well, you know, I am, I feel honored and I'm sure all of our listeners feel honored that you decided, yes, I will share my story with you on the Everyday Life Matters podcast. We have first dibs team. <laughs> so I am so happy um, about that. I've seen you speak, you, you, you speak all over like the world. I've seen you host conferences. I've seen you speaking to women, you know, and this is a different topic, but your topic um, is about courage. Yes. You know, I call you and I believe I've heard you call yourself the courage coach. Yes. You know, and I love that, you know, because right now in this world today, you know, a lot of people need courage. Some people need courage just to keep living, you Absolutely. know. <laughs> everyday, everyday life, everyday living. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for accepting um, the opportunity to come on the show. So let's get right into it because I know that everyone's out there waiting and I want to see your comments in the chat. I have the chat up. I see Sabrina Houston saying, good evening. Good evening, Sabrina. <laughs> and whoever else is out there, I see you in numbers, but I don't see you in the chat. So go ahead and type a hello to us as we get started with our conversation. So today, like I said, everyone, it is a girlfriend's chat is going to benefit men as well as women, because we're going to tell a lot of the who, what, when, where, how we met our husbands. <laughs> and men, this is going to be important for you to pay attention. So right now, share with your friends, share with everyone, male or female, because pay attention. There are going to be some key moments um, that if you're looking to meet that special someone, you know, you'll want to keep your eyes open and your ears attended to this uh, podcast today. So Shannon, let's go ahead and start out with, tell us the story that we have all tuned in for. How did you meet your husband? Well, I, the guy in the blue suit, um, you know, when I was, when I was 25, 26 years old, I was this young whippersnapper. And the only thing that really was on my mind was 
Um, I was living in Jacksonville at the time, Jacksonville, Florida. And the only thing that was on my mind was building my business. I was in this direct sales business and I was just, I was a hundred percent all in. And so I say that because I was on a mission to not only build my business, but help other people people who were interested in starting their own business as well. So I was into recruiting people into my world. And okay. so I was out on Southside Boulevard. If you guys are familiar with where that is in Jacksonville, yes. meeting this guy networking and he was trying to sell me life insurance and I 25, I didn't expect to, to, to die. Uh, right. But I was trying to hear him out and we were trying to figure out if we had some synergy there. And then all of a sudden um, I had just come off this fast and I'll tell you guys about that just during our conversation, but I had just come from off this fast. And so my five senses were very heightened at the time. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, very, very heightened. So I'm sitting there having this conversation with this gentleman and all of a sudden I, I feel this, this force of wind that just passes by my ear. And I'm like, I turn around because it was, it was so loud in my ear. I'm thinking, what is going on behind me? Right. <laughs> and so I, I didn't see any trees moving, no static. Nobody looked like their hair was blowing. I turned back and looked at the guy in front of me. And he, he said, I, I felt no. And I was like, he oh. didn't. So he didn't feel the wind. No wind at all. And you, and you had just, the key thing is you had just come off a fast. Just come off a fast, but it didn't all resonate. I didn't all click in at that moment, but uh -huh. I knew I felt the wind. And I heard okay. something really, really you know, go past my ear. And okay. so I turned back around and I'm trying to engage with this gentleman to, to give him my attention. And you guys, I felt the same force of wind and I heard the same force of wind again. But this time when I turn around, I see a guy in a blue suit. Uh-oh, guy in the blue and suit, pay attention. The guy in the blue <laughs> suit. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy right here, he looks like he would be perfect for my business. Like I just started imagining how we were just going to conquer, you know, the city together because his suit was so tailored and so nice. And I just really didn't see a lot of that in, in Jacksonville, just to be honest. Right. So I was like this guy is different and unique. So I turn back around and I'm like, what do I do? Do I just get up and go talk to the guy in the blue suit or do I just acknowledge this guy and let him know that you're about to end this session? So right. I the right thing. And I said, listen, we, we got to stop this session. You know, we can pick back up another time, but I've got to go and meet this guy in the blue suit. And right, he because like, cause he's trying to sell life insurance. The one at the table is trying to sell. <laughs> so you just destroyed his cell. <laughs> Do you know the guy in the blue suit? No, that's why I have to go meet him. <laughs> Remember, I'm this young whippersnapper. And this mm -hmm. only thing that I have on my mind is building my business all right so yes. i leave him and i go run to my car to get some marketing materials so i can bring bring it to the guy in the blue suit mm -hmm. so about 60 seconds i'm back at the, we were sitting at starbucks i come back and the guy in the blue suit is nowhere to be found he's not standing outside he's not inside he's not in the men's restroom so i'm like oh my god did i just dream up the guy in the blue suit did i just dream <laughs> up the wind what is happening right i stood there just for a second mm -hmm. and i just allowed myself to calm down i looked out in the parking lot didn't see anybody in a blue suit walking to their car and i said okay and then there was a still small voice oh yes there it is still small voice that uh -huh. said shannon look to your left now. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at that very second, I saw what I thought was a slither 
mm -hmm. of a blue suit going inside one of the one of the the the, the businesses that was on the strip. Right. And I was like, did I? Just I don't know what's going on, but I'm deciding to trust that still small voice. Mm -hmm. So I literally go and I open up several businesses and I look for someone in a blue suit, open up door number two, door number three, no guy in a blue suit until I got to this restaurant named Moe's. Never been in Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's, <laughs> right? And I was like, okay, I opened up the door and it's really dim in there. So I really couldn't see. But when I looked far enough in the back, I said, oh my gosh, is, is that a guy in the blue suit? So I'm like, I didn't know what to do. I got all nervous and I was like, okay, so what do I do? There's no one else in the restaurant, but me and the guy in the blue suit and the worker. So I walk over to the worker and I say, hey, give me whatever the guy in the blue suit ordered because I had never been to Moe's before. So right. I get my burrito and I'm like, Okay, do I go to the guy in the blue suit? Because then it just kind of got a little weird for me. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. really know if I should go. Am I going to be seen as a stalker? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bother that man. He's probably had a long day. I'm just going to forget about it. And so I walked towards the door to leave. And then the still small voice stopped me again and said, sometimes you only get one shot. Oh. Sometimes you only get one That's shot. That's right. So are you going to have the courage to take it or you, are you going to let your fear take over and allow you to walk out when you have the guy in the blue suit right here? Right. And all of all of what you are saying is all surrounded by the guy in the blue suit. He looks professional. He looked because you were in sales and you still exactly. are. And he looked like he could be on your team as far as from a working relationship. And you're like, I've never seen this type of man around here before. So let me have a conversation to see if something he would be interested in joining the team for a working opportunity. And that's exactly what I did. I turned my little self around. I walked over to him. I asked him a couple of questions and it was what he said to me that mm -hmm. really said, made me feel like, okay, I made the right decision with turning around and coming to speak with him, which was my nine to five pays my bills. Cause I asked him what did he keep his business options open? He said right. nine to five pays my bills, but from five to nine, I work on my vision. Mm -hmm. said, okay, he's a thinker. He's a reader. This is definitely the kind of person I want on my team. I knew he had right. a some type of personal development. And so we went out and we talked about business the next day or two. And I just was further intrigued. I learned that he was from a whole a different country. He's originally from Kenya. And wow. he all these fascinating stories. The mm -hmm. way he spoke, he has a little bit of a British accent. Mm -hmm. And I just was like... I can really get into speaking to this guy quite more often. Mm -hmm. And um, on my ride home, I, another still small voice said, call him and let him know you want to have a different conversation. And we've been having conversations now for <laughs> the past 15 years. You know, and, and that's just awesome. What I like about this story is that you started out with seeking God. You were fasting. You had how long of a fast you said? Were you on? Yeah, so that fast, I was on, it initially was 21 days and I mm -hmm. went on that fast. Let me just put this out there because um, again, I was around 25, 24, 25 years old and I was two or three years out of college and I had just been in some very interesting um, relationships in college, college uh, relationships that were toxic, mm -hmm. relationships that really I felt like my identity had just been just 
I was playing small. Right. Things that I wouldn't normally do. I was exactly just not familiar with myself anymore. And I wasn't proud of myself. Right. Came to who I had become to be in those relationships. So that's why I went on the fast initially. So I can reconnect with me and, and find out, hey, who am I now? Exactly. What is it that I want out of life? I can't continue. You came to a point to where I'm not going to continue to be this way. There's yeah. got to be some sort of change. And you were seeking change. You weren't seeking God for a husband. No, you were seeking him <laughs> for yourself. You were yeah. working on yourself yeah. and your clarity. And you found yourself getting lost in, hey, God, I need you to help me know what I'm supposed to be doing and things like that. Is that have I got that right? You got it exactly right. I was seeking to, to, to realign with who I know he had given me a vision to be, but I was so mm -hmm. out of alignment. And mm -hmm. I knew that he was the only person that I could turn to, to get back in alignment with, with what I was called to do and what he wanted me to do. So that's why I was seeking his face. And that's why I went on the fast that initially was 21 days. Mm -hmm. And then I watched this um, video by yeah. Dr. Juanita Bynum, mm -hmm. uh, No More Sheets. Oh, that's my book. Now I've read that book. I, I don't think I saw the video, but I had that book and ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, she was she she was speaking at a conference. OK. Um, and it was a, it was like a five or six minute clip. And I and I it literally changed my life. And so yep. that propelled me to go beyond the 21 days. I went on to do 60 days of fasting. And that's why my senses were heightened. My sense of yes. smell, my sense of hearing every because I was on this very strict diet of course i was not right. watching television like all right. the things were out of my life so i can literally hear from god and hear from the holy spirit so that's what that's what i believe um led me to my husband because i wasn't looking for him at all nope. absolutely i i wanted lord tell me how to build my business in addition to getting me back in alignment yeah. tell me how to build this business the way you would want me to build it and my husband was just a, a <laughs> He was an added bonus. He was yeah. a bonus. I love to say, like one of my previous guests said, he is the icing on the cake. And, and that is exactly how God works because you know what, Shannon, I love your story so much and I connect with it because when you're busy worrying about what God wants from you, when you get busy, and that's one of the things I talk about, I love to share is with women, like I know the desire because the Bible says that the desire for the woman will be to your husband, right? Yeah. So you'll always desire a husband. Mm -hmm. It's just innate in us. It's made, we're made that way, but you don't have to stay there and get lost in that and get exactly. depressed because it's not here. There are things like on the inside of you that God was building. You know, he was building a businesswoman. He was building, you know, someone that would where you are now, you know, speak to the nations. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was building you and you had to seek him first. And that's why the I love the Bible. It says, seek ye first, you know, the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. All and those things would be added. Look, that's all what the that's it. <laughs> you know, there's no I, I just want people to know the only secret sauce. And it's not a secret because we're sharing it with you. Yes. You know, women of God sharing this with you. Yes. The secret is loving God more than anything else. You know, forget about. A man right now forget you know forget about a woman right now they will come they will come but you have got to get in the place 
to seek God. And see, that's what I did, Shannon. I was in a place, I met my husband by, I was just coming out of a um, terrible episode of life, like one of the terrible moments of my life. I had gone through chemotherapy treatment um, for cancer and radiation treatment for cancer. My hair fell out. I didn't feel beautiful. I felt like all I wanted to do some days, if I can really be honest with you, yes. is lay down and die. That's yes. what I felt like a lot of it. I was in a place where I was like, God, I, I, I'm alive, you know, and I want to live. I want to see my daughter. I want to see my grandchildren. I want to live, you know, and things like that. So what had become real to me was life, you know, and what mattered in life. Yeah. It, a guy or husband was yeah. not even on my radar at the time I met my husband. I was just wanting to live, yeah. you know, and I, I wanted to do the things now that God wanted me to do before when I was being disobedient. Like you said, you had some, you kissed them frogs along the way. Uh, you, yes. <laughs> so I have as well. And I'm sure pretty sure some of our listeners have, but the main thing is, is when I got serious, because it took something like that, I would say, to get me serious about yeah. certain things. I would have had a little seriousness, but not like now, not like before. That really changed me going through that whole process, yeah. not knowing, um, you know, if this is the last time for me, you know, and what have I done with my life? I got a chance to reflect on my life. Yes. My mom invited me out to Green Coast Springs, and I'm going to give a plug right here. Green Coast Springs, just south of Jacksonville, Soul Food Festival. She invited me out there. It was in October. And it's coming up, everyone. Ladies, it's coming up. Men, it's coming up. You need to be there. October 2nd, Green Cove Springs. If you don't know where it is, you need to put it in Google and it'll show you. Because I just went out there to help her. She had a booth. You know, my mom cooks and um she had a booth out there and she was selling dinners. And I always used to help her year after year. But this year I had just come out of treatments. And so I was tired. I was like, mom, I just don't want to go. I don't want to go out there, you know, and I'm tired. It's going to be hot. And I'm just trying to, you know, <laughs> make it this day. And lo and behold, she coached me out and she said, come on. You will love it. And I see people in the chat saying Green Cove in the house. I see you, Tanya. Yeah, you need to be there. Tanya Williams Barlow. We grew up together. <laughs> but um, so I said, OK, mom, I'll go because she just has a way. Uh, the Holy Spirit leads her all the time. She's led of the Lord. And I'm telling you, I'm so grateful for my mother. Yes. Huh? Yes. Yes. Praying mother. And so I went out there and long story short, I had walked around the place a little bit, saying hi to people, looking at the food. Um, and then I got hot and I felt like I was going to pass out because I guess the treatments and the sun and everything didn't agree. And so I was like, OK, I need to find a seat in some shade. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a table there with uh, some people. I wasn't even aware that they were uh, on motorcycles or had their leather vest. They were bikers, whatever. All I knew is there were two seats, right? Mm -hmm. One beside this guy. And then another one over there beside some female. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to the closest one. And I did just like you. Like I had to talk myself. You know, God was talking to me in my ear and he said, go. I said, God, I don't want to go over here because I don't want the women over here thinking that I'm here to 
push up on their man or whoever. I don't want no problems. I just need to sit down. I don't know these people, you know, and and, and I was totally out of my character because normally um, if it's a crowd of people, I'll just kind of go the other way or whatever. But I was hot. So God said, nope, go. And I said, okay, I didn't feel the wind now. So you got me on the wind, but I heard the voice that said, go. And so God spoke to me and I went over there and I said, hi, is this seat taken? You know, um, it was next to my then husband. I didn't know he was my husband because I had no idea. I didn't, I wasn't interested. All right. I was just trying to get out of the sun. And so (laughs) I walked over and said, is this seat taken? You know, very quietly. He was like, um, Oh, he was like, yeah, it's taken. And he screams real loud. I wasn't sure what was going on because I didn't know him. I'm like, what's the problem here? So my feelings are hurt, right? Because I'm easy feelings. (laughs) My feelings are hurt. I'm hot. I'm tired. And I just said, okay, thank you. And I walk away, you know, feeling totally defeated, trying to look for another seat. And he's like, no, no, I'm just playing. He stood up and yelled out and come on back here. You got to sit next to me. And then he pulls the chair, dusts it all. Please sit, please sit here. And I'm like, okay, since he's so loud, because I'm a quiet person, but my husband, if you know, some people think he's quiet. He's not quiet. He will be loud. So he was so loud. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here. So I sat there and we just started talking. We had a lot of things in common. And it didn't feel like he was trying to pick me up. It was just, we were getting to know each other because he'll tell the story too. He wasn't looking for anyone. Right. right. I wasn't looking for anyone. And I believe that we were both in that place. And that's where God set up the meeting, you know, because we weren't looking, that wasn't our most important thing to do. You know, but that's where we met and that's where God connected us. And I am just so grateful. The rest is history. Uh, We are just sharing our story with whoever will listen, you know, but um, I love the fact that I see common things. You know, I was seeking God to say, "Okay, God, what is it that you want from me? Because I know you've given me this grace to live again. And I wasn't looking for a husband. I was looking for a seat. You were looking for a salesman, somebody to join your team. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it 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 I don't say it's just coincidence. A lot of people like to use that word. It was a divine appointment. Divine appointment, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, no other, no, nothing other can explain the wind, the Mm-mm. slither of a blue suit. Right. You know, your situation, all you wanted to do was take a seat. You didn't even want to go. No. Right. (laughs) You know, and so I think this I think that is so profound for the listeners, especially the single women to really get that you don't have to chase. Yeah, that's right. You don't have to even worry. You don't even have to whether you're 25, 55, 85. It can happen at any time. If you're ready to receive, though. Oh, that's it. Say, expound on that. Ready to receive. What does that mean? And, and what that's I mean big. by that, you know, again, around that, that time frame, I had created, I think, my first vision board. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just putting my vision board together because I have my team, my sales team, and mm-hmm. we're just we're just putting our vision board together. And I said, you know what? I'm going to slap me some couples on here. Now, mm-hmm. still not really thinking about marriage like that, but one day it'll yep. be great. So I put the images of these two couples on my vision board 
And then a few days later, I challenged myself with saying, well, Shannon, now what kind of guy do you really, what, what kind of guy would you really want to marry? Right. Okay, who, like define him, you know, list like the qualities. And I started listing all these things, all these for not like, oh, this guy's gonna be out of the world when I meet him. But then I had to challenge myself and say, well, Shannon, are, are, are you going to meet those standards as well? Aha, uh aha. -huh. Uh -huh. right? Are you gonna yes. have the same? Because we can, it's easy to put, I want a guy who makes a lot of money or I want a guy who, who has this going on and that going on and has, yeah. but my thing is those things take, a lot of responsibility so they if do. that person has those things whether it's internal or external that means they spent a lot of time developing themselves so they can take personal responsibility so i had to look at myself yep Shannon, how much responsibility do you take for your own life yes do you how do you measure up how like do you I measure up you want all of this but what are you giving what are you giving and are you so ready I, like you said to receive that's when I started using my singleness mm -hmm. to get myself prepared, not necessarily for the husband at that moment, but right. eventually when it happened, uh, like when I met Robert and we started dating, I was, I was so much into development and, and reading books. I was so much further along than a lot of my peers mm -hmm. because I had already started to hold myself accountable to that vision board. Yes. Then yes. I started then I got into the fast and just found new ways to get myself um, to my higher version of myself instead of operating at that lower version of myself that was just not who I wanted to be any longer. So Shannon, sounds like to me, in order to be ready to receive, you at least need to be working. You like Ruth, you know, I love using the story of Ruth and Boaz, you know, because it's so beautiful. It, there's so many nuggets you can pull out of that. This woman was working, yes. you know, she was working when Boaz noticed her, you know, and that's what you were doing. That's yes. what I was doing. And so that to me just shows your virtuosity, a virtuous woman. Yes. You know, the Bible says who can find, you know, because we're busy doing the things that it takes in order for us to be in a position to be ready to receive whatever yes. God, like at the times we met our husbands, we weren't looking for husbands, but yeah. we were in a position to say, hey, God, whatever you have for me, I'm here for it. Yes. Right. We were ready to receive. We prepared ourselves. Yes. We got rid of. And one of the things that I want to keep point out is with fasting, you get rid of a lot of the junk inside of you. Your nasty thinking. Yes, we're doing it at the same time. And you realize like, oh, my gosh, I, that's why I attracted that guy. <laughs> my, 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 my thinking was so freaking stinking. It was awful. And right. it, it allowed me to see how I saw myself, my yes. own self image. You Let know? me tell you, tell me that story. Tell us about that story where you were telling me about the young lady at work was talking about the type of man once you got married to Robert. Yeah. So I was working, um, I was working and, and, and the young lady, I was coming up on getting married. We were engaged mm -hmm. and she was, she was a little bit younger than me. And she was just really intrigued with the fact that I was going to be getting married. And so she was like, well, I, I saw, was that your, your, your fiance that picked you up from work the other day? And I was like, yeah, she was like, 
well, you know, I, I just I just thought that maybe you would be marrying somebody who, you know, because you're so tall and you you look a certain way, and you know, I just thought maybe you know you would have someone who is taller than you and just just all built up and just look like Ken, like Ken and Barbie. Basically, that's what she was alluding to. So she was really focused on the external, right? Said, oh, I see where you're going. So you wanted me. You thought I should marry somebody like out of a magazine. That's mm -hmm. what you were. That's what you were. That's what you were thinking. Mm -hmm. And she said, "Well, I mean, you're going to be married to this person for the rest of your life. You know, isn't it important for you to like have someone who 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 looks a certain way? I mean, look at you. And and and, and my flesh and my ego mm -hmm. wanted to get offended because I'm like, well, first of all, are you are you judging my fiance? Right. Oh, don't go I there. Knew, I knew that was a teaching moment. Right." And I told her, I said, you know, I once heard a wise person say, don't focus on what somebody is driving, focus on what's driving them. Ooh, so I like that. I focused on what was driving the man Ooh. and I focused on his character. Yes. I focused on his integrity. Mm -hmm. I focused on how I could depend on him for the smallest little things. I'm talking about, I put him through so many tests, you know, <laughs> when we were dating, um, because that mm -hmm. was really important to me. You know, mm -hmm. I said, so if I just were to focus on the external, I said, believe I, I did for a while. Mm -hmm. And those mm -hmm. folks, mm -mm, it didn't turn out too well. So no. Got the external and some who didn't, it, it didn't matter. It was their character that was jacked up. That's right. right. It was their self-esteem that was jacked up. It was their mindset that was jacked up. And, and so you and you know what? You couldn't fix that. I couldn't fix that with all right. my niceness and all this. None no. of that changed them in which I thought it could, my little naive self. Um, and it ended up making me just turn into this cold person almost. And right. not really recognizing my worth any longer because mm -hmm. I'm trying to change someone that only God can do that. Only God can do that. Exactly. That is what I was ready for you to say that yeah. only yeah. God can change people. We cannot nobody, man, woman, boy, girl, we can't change people. Yeah. Only God can do that. Like, you know, I had someone tell me, you know, um, with my husband, they were like, what did you do to him? Cause he is different in almost every way. I say it just depends. Every woman gets a different, you know, husband or a man that's in front of them. It just depends, you know, on your mindset. It depends on your standards. It depends on your lifestyle and what you will accept and what you won't accept. You know, that person will adjust to what you, if they are the one. See, it I'm talking about. That's it. Yeah. That's it. If they are the one. Yes. They're not the one. All I did, and I can speak from my own experience, all I did was lose some of my hair with those ones that were not the one. I lost some hair. I lost some sleep. I lost, um, I almost went, I'm going to tell you all about this. I almost went to jail. <laughs> it can have you out there, you know? Yes. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So we cannot change people. And thank you for sharing that because it was awesome when you told me that. And I was like, oh, yes, I want her to share this part with our listeners. So some of the qualities you've already talked about, like some of the qualities you were, you know, that were important to you. Yeah. You wanted to see if he was dependable. Yeah. Would he be there? You know, um, you wanted to see what he would bring to the table, you know, with with you, like uh, your spiritual walk. You wanted to yeah. know. Hey, if he was level-headed, you know? Um, so 
all of those are important. Yeah. Today in today's world, as we wind down, tell some of our listeners what type of things that, you know, they can just look for or what should they be doing? What should be happening right now while they're waiting for the one? And also the men take this time to speak to them and just talk about what what you believe is important right now. Uh, one of the things that I think I've alluded to um, is you know, really work on becoming a better you, right? Using this time to really strengthen your relationship with, with God, of course, mm -hmm. but also find out about you. Who are you? You know, yes. what do you truly want? What's your purpose? And I would say, chase that, you know, chase your purpose, chase after the, the gifts, mm -hmm. chase your purpose and use the gifts and the talents mm -hmm. that God has given you so that you can feel fulfilled. A lot of the times, we're, we're chasing these relationships because we're looking for some type of fulfillment. And I'm here to tell you, even when you do get married, mm -hmm. that, that fulfillment that you're looking for really only comes from you and your relationship with God. That's where That's it, it comes from. That's right? it. The, when I do have an opportunity to, to love on and bond with my husband, that's an added bonus, but I'm yeah. still seeking my purpose and seeking God. Mm -hmm. Like God, who do you want me to be today? Uh, how can I, how can I strengthen my, my gift and my talent? And it gets me so excited, you know, to where I'm not nagging my husband. I'm not bothering him. I'm not blaming him. That's enough, no. right? When you get into taking, um, taking responsibility for your life, it teaches you not to blame others. You look at how can I improve? And so take that type of mindset into your relationship and you're not, you're not taking that, Oh, he didn't do it, so I'm not doing it into your into your into your marriage or even into your courtship. So I would say just work on yourself daily, right? Get to know more about you because you want to evolve and grow. You want to get better. You want to see the next best version of you, right? And so that's number one. I would say if you're not fasting, you know, I would say consider it. Yes. Consider it. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but consider right. it because it will literally open your eyes to how much silence when you're in the midst of silence, how much you can hear. Right. When you can just tune things out, the distractions. Right. Yeah. Because distractions can come in all shapes, sizes and forms. And when you uh, have the courage to to do what the masses aren't willing to do. Yeah. You know, you begin to see things, God will begin to show you things about your business, about your career, about your relationships, about your health. You know, a yeah. lot of the times we want these guys with the six pack and the muscles <laughs> and all these things. But what what are you doing to take responsibility for your health? Mm -hmm. right? That's true. So fasting can kind of help to catapult that to get you mm -hmm. in the right mind state to have you form a different relationship with your food and all these different things that could be holding you back from just becoming of the next best version of yourself. That's um, right. That's right. I totally agree. Um, that's a great place to start, you know, especially it's a good time to do it, especially now with there's so much chaos and everything, so many distractions on the news, television, everywhere. It's a good time to just see. Yeah, just seek God, seek yeah. God, and so With all the, the high anxiety mm -hmm. and you know all these things, and I'm and I'm and I will tell you that for a minute I did struggle with a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know at the time that's what it was, but 
Um, yeah, because I had all of these fears about death and mm -hmm. will this happen and will that happen? When, but when I started to really fast more, not just that mm -hmm. one time that I had right. that breakthrough, but I incorporated it into my everyday life. Um, mm -hmm. Every 90 days I'm on a fast. And yeah. I started to see that that anxiety and all mm -hmm. those irrational thoughts start to diminish um, yeah. a lot. And so a lot of that can be applied to your relationships. You yeah. know, a lot of those irrational things that a lot of folks have when it comes to, you know, being in a relationship with someone, you, your yeah. trust in others yeah. begins to strengthen because you're not putting yeah. your faith in any other thing but God. But yeah. God. And, and you know what? That's so key. You have to trust God that your husband is doing the right thing. The person that you're with, they're in the right place. You have to trust God with that, because if you don't, you will worry to death. That person that was sent to bless you, you will accuse them because that's all the devil knows. The demons yeah. get in your ear trying to tell you, oh, this person is not right. This person's doing this wrong. That's why you have to get in the face of God so you can know you know, decipher what's noise and what's really God speaking to you about a person, you know, and, and then I like something you said. I like when you said that I don't um, nag my husband. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That starts even while dating. Yeah. Don't nag. I like, you know, because if you're busy and you are, you have something going for yourself, you may not have it going today, but if you seek God, we all have gifts and talents and we all have things that God will get, you know, wants us to do, you know, for yeah. him, we're all important. And yeah. so you get busy doing that. You're not worried about and right. nagging your husband. Oh, you didn't say you love me today. <laughs> I mean, all this stuff. Oh, I saw a post where someone say, if this guy doesn't pay my rent, he's out of there. That's the craziest thing. Let me tell you, ladies, yeah. Yeah. that's crazy. While you're dating, why is he paying your rent? Does he live there? Come on. You, yes. you should have enough mm, about you. And I'm yes. getting excited <laughs> about <it>. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't expect my husband, then my boyfriend, he didn't pay my rent. I pay my own. God provides. God is my provider. Yes. You know, so it, that's unrealistic. Stop thinking about what the world is teaching you and yeah. think about what God is saying to you. Yes. You got stuff going for yourself, you know, right? and, and that man or woman is the icing on the cake. Yes, you want to know that they will work. They can work. They can provide. But it's not a mandate that they pay all of your bills. I mean, this is a marriage today in this world is a partnership. Yeah. I enjoy working. Yeah. I enjoy um, providing in my family. I enjoy the camaraderie, my husband and I. You know, we talk about like, oh, what did you make? Oh, what did you make? And we just have fun, you know, with the, it's fun when you have a partner, a That's teammate, true. and you don't have a leech. You know, yeah. I want to, I rebuke the leech spirit right now. <laughs> right. I'm serious. I re yes. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it. Nobody should be leeching off anybody. You are in a partnership. Yes. <laughs> to, you know, and yes, both of you are jewels. God created both the man and the female. I mean, the man, yeah, the man and the woman. He created both. And both of us are important. Like, I couldn't even, like, women. Some women, they've been taught by the world, oh, I'm more important. Oh, he's got to bow down to me. Yeah. Uh, all of this, it, it's just, a, it's crazy, you know? That's, that's the world, the ego, that's all that stuff. <laughs>
Yes, it's egotistic and it's it's crazy. It's satanic. You know, it's we are equally important. If we look at each other, how God looks at us, you know, we will see that we're important. That man is important. He's a king. Yes. He's a king. You're a queen, you know, and you compliment each other. And, you know, a lot of that I heard in your story, you didn't talk about you. You actually said, hey, no, you corrected someone. No, it's not all about what he has. It's not all about what he can do. That's not it. The totality. And some women are around here basing their life on that's it. That's all. I just want to know what you can do. And I, and I really and I know we're wrapping up. I just wanted yeah. to I, 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 I cannot not say talk about this because it's so recent. And I know that you mentioned your health journey. Mm -hmm. um, I know that my husband has a love for me, a, a deep care for me, but going back to character and yes. that personal development, we both spend time working on ourselves mm -hmm. because unexpected challenges are going to happen. And that unexpected mm -hmm. challenge happened for me this, this summer. Wow. Um, a lot of you guys who are used to seeing me on Facebook or social media, you haven't right. seen me in a while, but this sum summer I had a, a really big health challenge. Uh, mm -hmm. where I was um, uh, just just in the hospital for an entire 30 days. Wow. They don't didn't know what happened. It was a, a rare kidney injury and it literally rocked my world. I was no mm -hmm. different than Tanya. Um, I, I was like, Lord, take me. Mm -hmm. This is too much. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I went from 143 pounds mm -hmm. to 250 pounds of fluid. Now that may not be a lot if that's your normal weight. That's a lot. That's a lot. I've never been there and I didn't know what to do with it. And it was starting to affect all my other organs. And so I literally was like every day I would tell my husband, I was telling my husband this, mm -hmm. not just to myself. I said, listen, get the wheel. I can't do this. Wow. I know I'm the courage coach. And I, I this, I, I just, this is just too, this is too heavy for me. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. know how to handle this. I, I, I don't think I can make it. Mm -hmm. And every day he would tell me, babe, it's going to mm -hmm. be okay. Wow. Babe, it's going to be okay. And I would see him every day just, just showing up, mm -hmm. seeing his wife who he's always seen look a certain way. Mm -hmm. He showed up and gave the same energy, the wow. same compassion, the same love. Wow. Um, it just, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. See, that's who you want with you. See, that's key when you're in the fire because everything is not always going to, we're not always going to look the same. We age, things happen. Like you couldn't Absolutely. have saw that coming when y'all were dating. Coming. But had you not always. assessed this character ahead of time, exactly. who knows? You could have exactly. had someone that would have left you. Could have easily happened. Yeah, but no, God, you heard God right. And he keeps saying, what did he say to you? He said, you're going to be all right, right? He said, you're going to be all right. And, and you know, I just held on to that. Sometimes you have mm. to bar the belief of those around you. Mm -hmm. so because he had this big belief mm -hmm. where I didn't, I just mm -hmm. kept believing. I kept yeah. believing. Before you know it, I was home. Ooh. And, and y'all, you know, my face. Looking at you. Up, yes. I, I, am, I, am, I am healed. And I just, mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that. I have a home home environment that's filled with love and a place where I could recover um, yeah. in a, with a husband that was just so sincere, just in those unexpected, challenging moments. Whew. Now, you know what? That is beautiful. You, that is something you cannot pay for. Yeah. 
like a man couldn't give me enough money in that time where I needed, I didn't need money. I needed someone who was going to have faith and someone who was yes. going to believe and someone who was going to be kind and be there. Yeah. That's something that money can't buy. Can't buy and it. if you got that, oh, I'm telling you that outweighs the money aspect, right? Because yeah. I mean, it just, it's way up here. Like money is nothing at that point. It's like, yeah. Yes, it's yes. like, what? It's like, yes. you got, okay. It means I'm, nothing it means yeah. in those moments. And so I just <laughs> wanted to share that with it for the single women, because if you have that view of all the external things, yeah. I just want you to consider thinking about the character, thinking about the values that this person has, mm -hmm. what's driving him, not <laughs> what he's driving, right? Ooh. What's his vision for his life, right? And um yeah. Shannon, I'm telling you, my goodness, thank you. Thank you so much. I believe we have got so many jewels off of this call, so many things that God shared through you. Uh, I just want to take this time to thank you. All of our guests are lighting up the chat. You'll see them when you go offline. They're lighting it up on different platforms and saying, absolutely, my God, but God, this is great wisdom, ladies, and all types of stuff. So, they have enjoyed. I've enjoyed having you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's say a prayer. Let's join our faith together. And let, I'm going to say a prayer for everybody listening, male, female. It doesn't matter because everyone can take something from it. Okay. Yes. All right. So God, we thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for Shannon. Thank you for this conversation. We just thank you that you are God and God alone. And we just thank you that you have something good for us today. Everybody that's listening, you've got something good because you're a good, good father. God, we just thank you that Shannon thought it not robbery to come and to share what you have taught her and showed her. And we just thank you that the get is manifested in her life. And God, for those are still waiting and those men that are looking for their wife, oh God, we just thank you that you will, you will organize the meeting. And we thank you that their feet will be found and they'll come back and tell us that their feet were found in the right place at the right time, doing and saying the right thing with the right intentions at heart, God, because it truly starts in the heart. And God, thank you for touching the heart of everyone listening right now in the mind so that they can let go of this world's way of living yeah. and they will grab hold to your wisdom. Oh God, that's being shared on this podcast. We just thank you and we praise you for all you've done in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, Shannon. I'll see You're you welcome. next time. All right. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. All right. Have a blessed evening. You too. <laughs> Thanks. Well, whew, let me, let me, let me just fan real quick. Um, I have really enjoyed myself today. This girlfriend's chat was just all that and more. I have really enjoyed it. And I think that some nuggets were shared that can you can take a long ways with you. I just believe that. Um, I cannot wait, you know, everyone, uh, for you to read this masterpiece. I'm telling you that I'm writing the Lord has given to me. I cannot wait. So please stick around. Stay tuned. I also want to tell you that our next podcast will be, and I know last month I didn't tell you that I would be on today. So forgive me. I was just excited. I had so many guests. 
<laughs> and we were just having a great time. They all were great. I love all of our guests that God sends to us. Our next podcast will be October the 22nd. Now you don't want to miss this one. This one is going to be very unique. I'm not going to spill the beans yet, but you'll see when the flyer comes out. I'll also uh, post it. If you are audio only, I'll post it on all of the audio platforms. Um, you know, when you can, um, when you can expect October 22nd at 7 PM to see the next podcast or hear the next podcast. Well, this has been great. This has been exciting. I thank all of you. And I want to just say hi, Minister Shaw. I want to say hi to all of you. Hi, Wanda McClain, Pastor Wanda McClain. Yes, Williams, I see you there. Uh, Tanya Williams Barlow, my childhood friend. We need to reconnect, Tanya, because I miss you. I know you don't live here now, but we need to reconnect. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you so much. Who else is out here? I like to acknowledge everyone. Queen V, you are back. Where have you been? Yes, I've missed you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, Valerie Clark, that's my new, that's, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we're going to do some great things together. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> All right, who else is out there? Well, listen. Sabrina Houston, I see you, sister. They're still talking about, people are still talking about the interview and the wisdom that you shared on the last podcast. So thank you so much for being on and your support. I love you. I just love all of you. Thank you for being there. If you didn't comment, it's okay. If you shared, thank you. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for all the shares. Thank you for the likes and loves. I see that there. It just helps us continue on um, doing things like this. I want to thank my sponsors. I cannot thank you enough. I know that you'll be, you're led of God to give. Um, and I thank you because that helps the podcast keep going. And you, I didn't ask you at that time, you just started you did it on your own, you know, and I just want to thank you because I know that God is not a man that he shall lie. So when you bless his work in his ministry, his child, he will definitely bless you. And so I just pray blessings run you down and overtake you. It is so in Jesus name. Well, everyone, that's it. That's the end of the show. We just thank you so much for tuning in. Um, look out for us in October, October 22nd. Write it down. I'll see you soon.